podcasting from St. Louis, Missouri. This is Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison, your information and inspiration hub for all things health, wellness, and functional medicine. Your host, Dr. Allison DeBario-Goggin, has been practicing functional medicine for over 11 years. She is passionate about finding root causes and solutions for gut health, hormone balance, anxiety, and autoimmune conditions. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. Are you struggling with chronic bladder infections, bladder or pelvic pain, and you're wondering what you can do to find the relief that you need? In today's episode, we are going to talk about the root causes of bladder issues, what to test for, how to treat and address them, anatomy and structural issues, lifestyle, supplements, body work. There are so many options available to you that we need to really figure out what the root causes, of course, to begin with, and then hone in on what works for you and what doesn't. I have worked with many women who struggle with these types of issues. I've struggled with this myself with chronic UTIs and pelvic pain. And I can tell you firsthand that every woman that I've worked with has been different in their treatment, their program, what they needed to feel better. So there's not one protocol that will work for everyone because bladder pain and infections are almost always related to something else going on. The other thing that I want to mention before we dive into this extremely long list that I will post on my blog so that way you have it all written down for you in one place is that there's not one thing on this list that will will work or cure you. It really is a combination of many different types of therapies like acupuncture plus supplements, chiropractic plus pelvic PT plus mold health plus yeast addressing. So when you look at this, you'll probably feel overwhelmed and that's okay. And the point is that you have the information that you need to be able to move forward and try new things that you haven't thought of before. So let's just dive in. I wanted to start with lifestyle and care because it's the most simple, it's most obvious. Uh, Number one, wiping front to back is really important to stop any bacterial spread. I would also strongly suggest not using any feminine care products, sprays, wipes, douches, anything, uh, scented pads, because that can cause irritation and urethral irritation and the bladder irritation. I would also not use any wet wipes, bathroom wipes, or flushable wipes because the chemicals on there that can also cause irritation. I would try a peri bottle or a sits bottle after urinating instead of wiping. That might help um, control bacterial changes. And these are the bottles. You can get them pretty much anywhere, but usually after birth, women are given them to help um, with pain going to the bathroom. You want to wear clean underwear every day. Make sure you're changing it. You want to get new underwear every six months and absolutely no thong underwear. If at the end of the day or even an hour into your day, your full underwear becomes thong underwear, it's time to upgrade, get a different type of fabric, get a bigger size, get a different style, something that fits your body size and shape so you're comfortable and underwear is not writing up because underwear helps with that transfer of bacteria from the anus to the vagina to the urethra. So we want to eliminate that sharing of bacteria. You also want to avoid baths, only take showers. Of course, you want to drink a ton of water a day, at least 80 to 100 ounces is really important. 
And then lastly, when it comes to sex, this is also really important. You want to go to the bathroom before and after you have sex. You want to make sure that you're washing your hands before and after play. You're washing your toys that you're using. If your partner has bad hygiene, you will have infections. And this is something I see women talk about a lot where they have to force their partner to take showers or clean. And then they're wondering why they're getting UTIs or BV. And this is, this is something that you might have to have a serious conversation with your partner about. The other thing that I see often is that you might need to change your condom type or the brand because the chemicals might be causing inflammation or the type of lube as well. Um, flavored, scented, lube, all of these things can cause irritation as well. All right. From a functional perspective, the first place I go to is typically mold and yeast. Now, number one, so if we're talking about infections, you want to have your urine cultured to figure out exactly what type of bacteria it is. And that way you can go deeper into what protocols would work best for you, what antibiotics would work best for you. I can't tell you how many times that I've been given the wrong antibiotic for UTI because nobody looked at the culture. And then I go back, like it's a whole thing. So make sure that your doctor is looking at the culture and not just giving you random antibiotics. That's really important as well. Now, mold, yeast, bacteria, viruses in the gut, in the pelvis, in the vagina, all of these things can impact how, how your bladder functions. So we look at um, herbal antibiotics and support anti-yeast like candibactin AR and BR for, um, from Metagenics is really good. You also want to add in Alimax or Allison. This is a byproduct from garlic that can help with infections and a probiophage as well. I like to use an acetylcysteine for breaking up biofilm. Most of most people know that as NAC. And what I like to do with these products is pulse them. So meaning like do 10 days on and then five days off and give that body a little bit of break because that helps break up the biofilm and between on those off days to hit it with probiotics and just kind of replenish. The other thing you want to do is check your environment for mold, your home, your work, your car, where are you living, get your home tested and get your body tested as well for mold. And then, oh, I have written down mast cell activation syndrome. So mast cell histamine is also something to keep an eye on how your body uses histamine because that can also inflame the bladder and the kidneys as well. Now, gut health is, I want to say number two on my list, but that doesn't mean it's any less important. SIBO is strongly related to chronic UTIs and bacterial infections and bladder pain as well. So getting your gut tested with either the GI map or a SIBO test, something has to be done to track the gut. What is living in the gut? What needs to be supported? What needs to be eliminated? How is your inflammation doing? All of these things are really, really important. So probiotics typically need to be done at a double dose, a higher dose when you're dealing with long-term chronic UTIs. You would also want to introduce fermented foods can be helpful as long as it's not causing you any gut pain or bloating or issues. Because if you have SIBO or reactions to 
um, these types of foods, you don't want to be eating them. So that's why I say this, this integrative lifestyle medicine is so personalized because we can go down this list, but that doesn't mean everything is going to work for you. So take it slow, see how your body responds and let's go into food then. So number one, not number one, number one on my list <laughs> is no cold drinks because that's really important for lowering the uh, bladder stimulus. You also don't want to have any carbonation drinks, even if it's carbonated water. Carbonation can inflame and trigger the bladder and the gut and the stomach as well. You want to focus on low histamine and low oxalate types of food, whether that means you do a carnivore diet, you do a keto type diet, you're doing AIP, you still need meat, you still need um you still need everything. You still need food, right? So we go down lists. And again, it's so personalized. So I wouldn't say to go vegetarian or vegan. I do find that that doesn't help, but you do want to eliminate the foods that are not helping. Now for people who have bladder sensitivity, interstitial cystitis, chronic UTIs, I kind of do recommend a food sensitivity test I would recommend doing one through Cyrex. Now they're more expensive, but they're going to be more specific for you. And it's going to be more helpful because the immune system with chronic infections and chronic bladder pain can be easily triggered. And you might not know what that is, even if you do an elimination diet. So that's really important as well. No caffeine, no coffee, no tea, especially green tea and black tea. Those are highly triggering for the bladder. No alcohol, of course, um, carbonation from beer, as well as toxins and chemicals from alcohol can inflame the bladder. And I know you probably already know that. And then the other thing that um, I talk about is also no chocolate because chocolate is also inflammatory to the bladder. Okay, so let's talk about the pelvic floor and anatomy. The bladder is closely connected to all of the organs in the pelvis. So a uterine prolapse, hemorrhoids, rectal prolapses, fissures, all of these things can impact the bladder and it's not talked about enough or women are told there's no options at all, which is not true. So I always refer to a gynecologist and sometimes a urologist, depending on how severe the person is, to make sure that they get a pelvic exam. Sometimes you need an ultrasound. You also want to rule out stones in the kidney and in the bladder, because if you're not releasing all of the urine at the right time, you're not going to be, you're going to hold on to it and it's going to cause infections and pain. So you need to make sure that your organs are functioning correctly. They have the support they need and also rule out any other underlying issues. Um, like I said, fistulas and anatomical causes are very common for women struggling with chronic UTIs and chronic bladder pain, and it needs to be addressed. You might need surgery. You might be able to do a pessary. I do really like um, pelvic floor physical therapy. So let's talk about body work. Body work is so important because it calms the nervous system. It supports the nervous system. It calms down inflammation. It increases blood flow, lymph flow, everything that you need to have your body feeling good to reduce inflammation, support the immune system. So body work includes things like acupuncture, 
massage, craniosacral therapy, rolfing, uh, Reiki, energy work, acupuncture. And all of these things can be part of your program. Will one of these things cure you? No, like I said, this is really about a combination of this work. Pelvic floor physical therapy can address the root causes of structural tension in the pelvis. Now, I work with my personal physical therapist. She is amazing. She has helped release so much tension that has been in my pelvis because most women who have stress incontinence, like you pee a little bit when you cough, you sneeze, or you laugh, or you have dribbling after your urinate, sex is painful, things like that, is that because the muscles are so tight and they're holding on for dear life, they can't relax and let the body do what it needs to do. And so addressing those tight muscles, especially around the urethra and the pelvic floor, around the pelvic floor is amazing. The other thing that she does is visceral work. So externally manipulating the organs to increase blood flow, uh, lymphatic flow, support the organs, reduce tension is also helpful for bladder pain, pelvic pain, gut inflammation. I could go on and on. I'm trying to get her on this podcast, but she's so super busy, um, which is so wonderful because that means so many people are getting help. So hopefully we'll get her on soon. Okay. Now, specifically for bladder support, most people go right to D-mannose and that's wonderful. That can be very helpful. You do need to double that dose and then cycle on for like two weeks on and then four days off. Some people are very sensitive to cranberry. Now cranberry is great for reducing um, the bacteria in the urinary tract. However, some people are very sensitive to it. So you might try the D-mannose with the cranberry and without the other thing I like to do for chronic infections is that colloidal silver because it can help support the immune system that way. As far as um, other testing things that you can do, I do like to test for the parathyroid hormone because it can tell us what's going on with calcium and deposits, especially if you're someone who struggles with um, chronic kidney stones, uh, gallbladder stones, maybe frozen shoulder, vulvodynia, there's lots of things where calcium can get stuck in the body and this includes the bladder. So this might be a way to kind of dive into that area of your life as well. Hormones, goodness, I told you this was a long list and we still got a little bit more to go. Hormones are in play incredible part in bladder health. There's, there's no way around it because estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone support healthy vaginal tissue, healthy bladder tissue, healthy pelvic floors. So sometimes low dose estradiol suppositories can be helpful, but of course you want to get your hormones tested before you do this to make sure they're the root cause of what's going on. If you are postmenopausal, you definitely want to have these checked because this is a major part of vaginal dryness, pain with sex, tearing, bleeding, all of these things. So make sure you get your hormones tested before you do these things and just assume that, oh, it must be my hormones. That's why I'm having these problems because it might not be. So get your hormones tested before you get either a suppository or a cream, but definitely keep it in mind as you go through your treatment program. Um, stress management is also incredibly important because stress flares up the immune system and the immune system can start attacking different parts of your body. So 
vagus nerve exercises like gagging, gargling, enema, singing, things like that can help calm down the body, calm down inflammation. You want to do adrenal gland support um, to help manage stress from a cortisol and a physiological perspective. And then also look at that HP access, the hypothalamus and pituitary to make sure the brain is functioning, stress is managed, that also affects hormones and thyroid and everything else, of course, right? Everything is connected. So that is important for stress management, meditation, all of those good things that we know we need to be doing, start adding to our list, right? Because you need one more thing to do, okay? The other thing that I like um, to refer out for is um, ozone, bladder, and sublation. You can get... Um, support, prescription support for the bladder. I do not do this, but I do refer out to it. You can also do bladder installations with like lidocaine, heparin, um, things like that to make sure that the bladder is being calmed down if you can't get it done with lifestyle nutritional support. Um, laser treatments are also very helpful. And again, and just in combination with all of these things. And lastly, if you have been dealing with this for a long time, you're not getting any help. Maybe you feel like you have a chronic bladder infection, but your cultures are coming back negative. You might have interstitial cystitis. And IC is an autoimmune condition that attacks the bladder. It's incredibly painful, very, very difficult to live with. It can be managed and can be supported. I've worked with a wide variety of women who struggle with this issue. Some people do really well with just modifying their diet. Like nobody told them to stop eating junk food and soda and chocolate and coffee and cutting those things out of their diet dramatically improved their cystitis and pain. Other women had to go through mold testing, toxin testing, vitamin nutritional testing. So there's a wide variety of, um, treatments and support for IC. So don't feel like you're alone. And if it is IC, then you go through an autoimmune protocol rather than like a bladder protection protocol or an infection protocol, if that makes sense. The last thing um, is for some reason, I have not seen this in my practice, but some people think that Lyme is strongly connected to chronic UTIs and bladder infections and IC as well. I do feel like Lyme just gets thrown into everything. Like you have headaches, it must be Lyme. Oh, your bladder hurts, it's gotta be Lyme. And I wouldn't say that I found that necessarily to be true, but something to keep in mind as well as you're going through these lists and trying to figure out what's going on with your body, put it on your list. And whether you get tested or not, you might feel better before then. It's just something to think about. Okay. A long list for bladder health, IC, chronic infections. I hope you find this helpful. If you need the specific names, make sure you go to littleblackbagmedicine.com. I'll have everything listed in my blog for you. So it's all written out. And of course, if you have any questions, you want personalized care, you want to brainstorm about what's going on with your health and see how functional medicine can help you, make sure you schedule a free consultation with me online and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule a free introductory consult with Dr. Allison online at Little Black Bag Medicine or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.